Hey, welcome to another episode of Money Mondays. Thanks for tuning in. As you know, Money Mondays is our effort to share financial information in the most basic terms possible to reach the largest audience possible. Everybody out here has questions about money. We have questions about budgeting. We have questions about financing. And everything that we do is designed to give you a better understanding of what you can could be and should be doing with your money. We have conversations with professionals, guests that work in finance, that work in money, that work in insurance, that work in budgeting, that work in coaching. We have discussions with all these different types of professionals so people can get a better grasp of what's going on financially. I also share information that I've learned over the years. My name is Keith Turner, uh, but you can call me Artist Keith. And I'm the host of Money Mondays. Very well, 
um, and some of it got cut off, we decided to do kind of a, a retake, so to speak, of that particular episode. So with that said, we set up in Rodney's dungeon. That's what we call it. So we're in the dungeon. Normally we, we're shooting in a lot of different places, but tonight we're in the dungeon. And so we're gonna we're gonna have a, a brief discussion about um, about first and foremost blockchain technology. And and just so you know, Money Mondays is really an opportunity for people to have a discussion about personal finances, uh, budgeting, and things that impact investing. And so last week, if you if you looked at the last video, it was about um, convertible debt and uh, convertible notes. And we also talked about equity within perspective of investors. Today we'll talk about investing in cryptocurrency somewhat. But we'll really start by trying to figure out and have a discussion with what blockchain technology is. So please feel free to share this with a friend. We don't claim to be experts in anything. We just kind of share what we think we know. And so with that said, Rodney, we'll, we'll kind of start back how we ended last time. So talked about blockchain technology and so people are familiar with blockchain technology start to build the discussion of what the components are of blockchain technology and I'll try not to interrupt as people often complain that I interrupt when people are having this discussion I like so that I feel like I know something about that area yeah, but he does but, but, he does but, but but I want him to tell it and then I'll just I'll jump in like I, like double dutch like hey hilarious. you know I think it's great though that you pay attention to your listeners and you do you do take feedback. He, he, give me the blues. Well, well, no, he <laughs> takes constructive feedback and he's always on this trying to make sure this is the best it can be for everybody because this is a lot of information that you, we usually don't get, you know, in in certain sectors of let's just say our city or other cities. So this is a lot of information that a lot of people don't get or they they don't go looking for because they figure it's hard to get. But it's great that he shares this with everybody and he definitely takes feedback constructively. Well, I mean, the nuggets for everything. Man. Yes. We, we all can learn from everybody else, but, but go ahead. So well, sir. Tell us a little bit about what the idea of blockchain technology is. At its core, basically, blockchain technology is about a secure, a cryptographically secure ledger at its, at its basis. Say, say, for instance, we all know we go to the bank or you anybody with accounting experience or whatever. Everybody who has a bank account or had a bank account, you got debits and credits on your bank account. They keep a record of how much money you put in the bank or how much money you took out, how much you put you put in on a you know on an ongoing basis, but that, all that information. Say you're at Bank of America, all that information is in a centralized database. They may back it up, they may uh, replicate it, they may keep copies in maybe three different locations. But what would happen if somebody wanted to hit Bank of America or UMB or whatever and destroy all that information about how much money they say that you you invested or you put in a bank and all your transactions from three years ago? It's totally gone. If they did that, say you had a ledger that was distributed to servers all around the world, like everybody's on the internet. The internet's a collection of nodes, computers, millions, from here to North Korea to Australia to places in Europe. Okay, say you had a distributed file system that contained your ledger, your financial ledger, your financial records that was all over the world. Not only was it all over the world, and it was shared between millions of internet nodes. But what if it was cryptographically secure so that whenever you made a debit or a credit, nobody could go back and change that. They can't crack the code to say, I didn't put $100 in, I put $50 in. So basically, it's cryptographically secured and it's distributed 
so that everybody has a copy of it, like an open secret. You know, you can't, an open secret is something that you can't really lie about. Everybody knows it. And if they can't change the open secret, hence the cryptographically secure, you've got something that's pretty good. So if the United States or China or whatever, all of a sudden, yen or dollars went down, or all of a sudden they wanted to take your money, like take, for instance, all of you know about the, uh, the financial crisis in Greece, where basically they raided everybody's uh, <clears throat> bank accounts, and just the government took the money. What if your money or the record of your money or your resources was stored in a distributed database so that if something like that happened, you had you wouldn't care because in Australia, they knew you had a million dollars. And so it's very it's, so. What what's happening is is that it's a system of decentralized verification. Yes, sir. So you have right secure. now secure secure decentralized right secure yeah. is relative but true secure. Yeah, you're right. Perceived as secure. So right now we have like federal bank. The federal bank as a centralized banking system, and they control what happens as far as value of dollar, value of debt for America, that type of thing. Yes. But when everybody who knows how to mine in the blockchain, yes. then they can be a verifiable ledger, then this other group can be a verified ledger. So you don't need one institution to verify how much money is in your account. Right. You have multiple nodes or multiple groups that are verifying accounts, and therefore, your money is recorded. Yes. It has a, it has a, a digital signature of this is how much is there. It's been verified in various locations. Mm -hmm. No, no node is more important than the other node. Yes. And so, from a blockchain technology perspective, it's a, um, it's really, it's a way for kind of people to take back control in a sense. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's a more decentralized oh, way yeah. of banking. So rich bankers don't control the narrative. The people control the narrative. Yes. The people who know how to code. Yes. Some some people who they they went as far as to say that it's it's a way of democratizing finance. Mm, that's you a good know way to saying? put it. Okay. Um, you will notice. I mean, for, every, for anybody, everybody who follows uh, internet, what's going on, on the internet, and Web 2.0, Web 3.0. When the internet started back in '95, it was decentralized. But you notice now, and this happens all the time. It it happens in phases and waves. Now you notice that the internet is centralizing again. And usually when it centralizes, people fight to decentralize it. Because remember back in 95, between 95 and 2000, um, there were multiple websites and nobody really had control until maybe a little, a little known uh, organization known as AOL came in and attempted to centralize the web. They wanted everybody on the web to be on AOL. And then they went away. Then we had a little bit of breakout again, but let's fast forward to 2018. If we want to talk about centralization on the internet, what's the we we can name it. We know the word. Facebook. Google, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> they are attempting, and it's not a bad thing, but they are attempting to centralize the web again. They want you to think that the internet is not this big wide collection of millions of nodes. Right. The internet is Facebook. And that's where they want you to go and live so they can collect your data. That's that's take that into finance or even more. Blockchain is not just about finance and money. Exactly. You can store any kind of contract. Documents. Documents. So, so Ethereum is Real, a company. Yeah, yes. Right. So Real estate records. Right. Uh, birth records. Your DNA sequence. Don't, don't, don't get scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't get scared. There's a young man here in St. Louis <clears throat> that has a, uh, a company that they, uh, they've created a blockchain method of um, managing blood type and blood information. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's 18 years old. I met him at an event um, maybe a year ago. Impressive. See? Many, Impressive. many implementations. So now we have an idea of what blockchain technology is. So now people are hearing the Let's, let's jump all the way back to, okay. well, what was it, uh, March, April, May, when people were going uh, Bitcoin crazy. And even yourself was trying to figure, you were trying to figure out where you had stored your Bitcoin because, you know, somebody had, I don't know, two, three hundred Bitcoin and got it when it was maybe eight dollars uh, a share. Two dollars or fifty cents. And he couldn't find it. So those who went crazy about that are probably going crazy now saying, man, you missed out on all that money. But the reality of it is that there was a, a huge sensation recently about Bitcoin, which is just one of many crypto. Hi, this is Artist Keith, and I want to thank you for listening to Money Mondays with Artist Keith. also want to encourage you to download our podcast at Podbean and follow us on social media. If you have any questions or you have any ideas, please reach out to us at moneymondays at artistkeith.com. Thank you again for listening, and I hope Money Mondays has been a great help to your financial goals. Hey. Here at Money Mondays, we're always looking for advertisement and sponsors. If you're interested in advertising and getting your message to our audience, please reach out to us at moneymondays at artistkeith.com or give us a call at 1-800-674-3314. That's 1-800-674-3314. Again, thanks for listening to Money Mondays. We hope that you learned something. Please share this information with your friends. And follow us on Podbean. Also join our Money Mondays group, Money Mondays with Artist Keith, on Facebook. Take care. Have a good evening.